Hell no, you cannot have no motherfucking armor red sour or sour armor, whatever the fuck you just asked for. I'm not making blue motorcycles all goddamn night. I'm tired of making long out. You know it's the same goddamn thing. It's the same goddamn. Do we just change the fucking color? Same shit in it. No, it's not a, a, a sour armor red. It's a, a sour armor red. That shit don't come pre-packaged, motherfucker. I'm tired of it. No. It, no, I'm, I'm not making that shit. All right. Are you Welcome guys? to Sex on the Rocks podcast. That shit just made me mad as fuck. <laughs> that shit just made me mad as shit, yo. I'm not, not drinking. No, not, uh, no. Oh, my God. That's the basic big drink. I know you're not going to tip when you come to my bar asking for that shit. Oh, if you're going to tip, you need to. I serve you once and then that's it. And then she's going to ask for extra cherries and shit. No, oh, get the fuck out of here. She, can I extra, have extra cherries? In no, extra you're not even dick. tipping. All right. <laughs> $7 drink having ass. Fuck out of here. Uh, All right. Uh, welcome to Sex on the Rocks podcast. This is Tiffany, and that was Mr. This is Mr. Quentin Quazy Powell. What's good, man? All right. All right. And you have probably noticed the third person on the mic. Um, I will let him go ahead and introduce himself. It's magic. Okay. That's what I'm known as. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being so dramatic? Are you serious? Okay, I just want to let you guys know that um, I think that my co-host Q is a little tipsy, and I think Magic is getting there. No. I'm good, um, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Don't be looking at my cup. I got to make sure. That's why you good. Oh, whatever. Anyway, um, tell them a little bit more about yourself, Magic. All right, so I'm Magic. Um, I'm also the audio engineer for this show. Whoop, whoop. So um, I might come in and, and give my little two-piece because I'm also a private bartender. So I have a little experience when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, okay. I'm here. All right. From Jersey. Dirty Jersey. Dirty Jersey? Yeah. Hey, North, that makes City. two of us. It's oh, the country shit. bumpkin over here, Q. <laughs> so Baltimore's country now? Because what? Y'all oh, Upper North? you are from, from Baltimore. I Baltimore. Forgot. Oh, gosh. You yeah. remember Baltimore niggas don't, don't don't care for them New York motherfuckers. I don't know. We put oh, yeah, y'all are like fake beefing, right? Yeah. We're going into that shit in like episode 30. <laughs> episode 30? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, how's everyone doing? I'm all right, man. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm a little, I'm fake mad at you a little bit for dragging me out last night. Oh, my gosh. What? First off, you blew my spot up last night, too. Oh, what? All right, so... I bartend at a spot, and Q used to bartend there, but then I told you he got bougie, and he went somewhere else. So he thought he was I didn't above. go somewhere. I, was, I went to learn more about bartending. I got okay. taught of slinging Haney and Coke. I wanted to learn the craft. Okay. I understand yeah. that. So anyway, we were in a clutch last night, and we needed um, another bartender. Um, it was a big event. Well, it was supposed to be a big event. Everything was sold out, booths, everything. So... My uh, Q had texted me like, yo, <clears throat> are you working tonight? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, because um, the boss asked me to come in to help y'all. I did not say boss. Well, I'm not going to say they're... I, the person. Oh, we can the say person. the manager. I don't want to use the term. Boss oh, man. Oh, I know. Boss, boss that's man. My master, boss. Master, master no. I don't have man. a boss. I do <laughs> not right. have a boss. Anyway, the person asked him to come in and he was like, yo, I don't really know, blah, 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 blah. He was just making excuses and shit. So I was like, yo, my nigga, I'm not going to work the busiest part of the bar. Like, I have on booty shorts, and I feel like everyone can see my ovaries. Um, you know, my feet are out. 
Uh, that's I, where you get the tips. What you wear? Because for? that's the dress code now. We, we like literally that's the dress code now. I don't, see, I don't see a problem. Only Becky. <laughs> I'm waiting for the issue here. <laughs> Hold up. So y'all got a real life dress code now? We have a dress code now. I be dancing like something. I got dresses. It's way. black shirts and it's like booty black shirts. sexy shirts and booty shorts with fishnets. Got to wear fishnets. Listen, listen. That's why everybody's ass was out last night. I thought that's Where? the regular bots in this shit anyway. What yeah, but we've thing? never dressed like that. Listen, See, the owner of always wanted us to be. I only. I'll tip a lot more if you got your butt out. See, and that's why I said <laughs> Because men, men, male bartenders have to compete with these girls that's fucking half naked. Exactly. That's why we gotta be 10 times better. Exactly. We gotta be on our shit. I gotta really know how I flip these bottles yeah. because the girl can give you a shitty ass drink. Yeah. Uh, yep. Fucking a shitty ass uh, Long Island. Don't mix nothing at yep. all. You have see the layers in that shit. You see the liquor. You see the sour mix. You see the Coke. Three different colors. Like, all that yep. shit. Oh, yo, it is yeah. so, it is a pet peeve of mine, a bartender who cannot make a good LIT. Like, that that's shit. The simplest, that's rubs the simplest thing me. to. Well, you know, not, sometimes if you're doing people it, people don't scratch, know that it's five different ingredients, five yeah. different liquors yeah. in LIT. This one, I don't mix. Bitch, you do mix. You drink LIT. That's five yeah. different liquors, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, but she probably doesn't mix. She probably just put them all on top of each other and then put <laughs> the sour and put the coke. No. And that's why, like, I. There's yeah. like. Two bartenders there that I know if somebody go to them from an LIT, I'm going to have to remake it. I swear. Like, like, like clockwork each time. Anyway, back to the story. So I'm like, yo, um, so you coming? He's like, uh. I was like, yo, you need to come. Because I'm not working this busy ass corner. Like, this shit is like hectic. I get anxiety. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I have my regular, you know, part of the bar where I like to go. That's you know, I fun. have people that come there to see me and they know I'm going to be at that side of the bar. Boom. I cannot, you know what I mean, put my Mac down. I can't run my game. Mm. I can't finesse if I'm wow. over here in the yes. front and it's super duper busy. So Q, you know, Mr. Professional, he has his little tools and you know all Ooh. that shit. And Paul, hold up, Paul, his little bow tie shit. Because last, exactly, we were talking about that bow tie <laughs> shit. Last week we talked about how many Tiffany met. Keep it a buck, Tiffany. We met at a male review. Oh Therefore, my God. Okay. yes, I came in there with the vest and the towel on just because like them niggas was gonna be on the stage. Negative shit, trying to pull all the white, but I was gonna pull me a rich little white lady too. I was, yep. I was trying to look yep. dapper, yeah. And I, and I, heard, I heard that a uh, suit and tie is the equivalent of lingerie for women. Exactly, so that is true. Yeah. So no, last night I came, I came in my little, my t shirt and shit. Yeah. I had I had a t shirt on that one of my fans made me said your girlfriend favorite bartender. That's the hashtag. Oh my God. Go look up the hashtag on the gram. Your girlfriend favorite bartender. It was either that. It was either that or booty shorts. So I think you chose the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the suit. I don't know. I, I have had some compliments. Listen, no, butt. but let me tell know. you something. My homeboy, right? He's Crazy. straight. My homeboy is straight, but he works at a gay bar. That motherfucker makes rats. I tried to get in the gay bar, yo. What? I tried. <laughs> they, they, I don't know if they, people, I wasn't gay or what? No, I tried. <laughs> I tried, yo. I swear, I tried it like three different is. joints. In really? Yes, yeah. I tried. And what happened? I ain't no call back. Really? No. That's crazy. Yeah. It wasn't fucking with That's what money is for real. Huh? You probably too light. I gotta be dark skin and gay. Like, no, seriously, like the the gay straight the straight men that works at the gay bars, like the black guys, they're super, super dark. Yeah. Like stereotypical, like black guys. Well, maybe no, because I yeah. let my head grow and shit. Yeah, yeah you might, you might. Back then, I had to. But you got, you got to be, you got to be a lot like clean, like real clean. When yeah, you go real in there. clean they'll, cut. Yeah, no going there. Um, yeah, gay clubs, it's hella fucking fun. I begin everything be free. 
I'll be sitting there listening to Lady Gaga. Yep. I'll be dancing in the cages. You can wear, you can literally go in there topless. They don't give a fuck. Gotcha. It's gotcha. fun. And you don't have to worry about no guys like rubbing their dick on you or anything like that. Like, unless, it's cool. unless you're a guy. Huh? Unless you're a guy. You might want to. They might come up behind you, and you might yeah, have to. Yeah, hey, but no. But see, here, this, this, that's a misconception. A lot of gay guys can sniff out whether you are straight or whether you are gay. And when, I don't know. When they're drinking, they don't care. I'm telling you from personal experience. Oh, okay. I well, had about two guys try me, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not." He was like, "Every, you know, that something spaghetti when it get wet, something like that." I don't know. <gasps> listen, out. Listen. Somebody said you was some trade. They was like, they was like, they were like, they were like, they were like spaghetti straight too until it gets wet. And I was like, I was like, nah, not for me. I feel like I'm looking very trade today. Maybe. I don't know. I fuck with Either that or you about to do a full saint. Whatever. It was a, it was a long night. Okay. So back to the story. So basically I was like, nigga, you need to come up in this bitch. He's like, I'll let you know. So an hour later, because, you know, Q is never on time, he on time. comes through and I'm like, all right, cool. Let me go to my side of the bar. And, you know, we had some difficulties with another bartender who was there, which we all had to kind of make known. Oh, I definitely put that shit on. <laughs> I thought Q was going to get his teeth knocked out. She Because Yo, this nigga was foot. bold as fuck in front of everybody. I want I'm not going to say that. I mean, you don't have to do it behind the back, but this nigga, like, like literally, he thought we all assumed. No, we were we right. Saw, we did we not make right. an ass of ourselves. Okay, we saw somebody um, Steal. stealing money. Um, so when, you, when you're a bartender and you're stealing money from, you know, the club you work at or whatever, if you guys work together and you have a pool of tips or, you know, something like that, that hurts everybody mm-hmm. because some owners will be like, you know what? Hire all of them. I want all new bartenders, whoever was working over there. Yeah. Tell them because, you know, sometimes you can't pinpoint who it was. If you got that, that pool you know, and it's higher right. man. Yeah, y'all all going. Registers, be short. It fucks it up for everybody. So, I mean, I know a lot of bartenders and shit be finessing and stuff like that. But really, you're fucking it up for everybody. So, I peeped a little bit, but, you know, I mind my business. But Q had mentioned, you pulled me to the side, mentioned something. I was like, yeah, you know, I saw the same thing. So... We told another coworker who we're going to try to get up here because she's fucking hilarious. Um, and she was like, oh, hell no. Hell yeah. <laughs> tell me. If, if y'all don't want to. Tell me. Shit. Yeah. So basically, at the end of the night, we were counting our money. Q had said something directly. She is so politically correct To right this now. person. So check me out. No. Just- check me out. Look, I get in the ball. I don't know what happened before I got there. I get in the ball. I'm st- you know, I be getting money. Y'all know me. I I, I guess the tip. I be I be smiling in these girls' faces. I be I be making good drinks for the dudes. Get the bread for real. So I'm stacking the the the, the bucket with with money. Right? It's getting higher and higher. Type overflowing. I turn around and put some more money in it. It's low as shit. I'm like, hold up. Maybe she smushed it down. Maybe she pushed it down a little bit to make it a little little lesser. Right? So we can put more in it, and it it builds up again. And it gets smushed down again. I'm like, hold up. Son. Then I peeped that shorty had on a, a, a fanny pack. I'm like, all right, hold on. We never really bring bags into the club. And as a bartender, you never bring cash. You never bring no yeah, money into where you are. As a bartender, as a waitress, mm-hmm. anything. You never bring money with you. So I'm like, all right. I, I, tell, I tell Tiff. And I tell him the other bartender we're talking about and shit. And we wait till the end of the night. We counting up the bread. Because like we said, we pool tips. 
And we, we dispersing all of the money. And so I asked everybody, yo, we would have checked. Everybody got some money. Your money's straight. Your money's straight. Yeah, everybody came on time. Cool. Hey, did anybody bring any money in the bar today? Everybody say no, no, no. One girl was like, yeah, I bought $61. She knew exactly. Because if you bring in money or you got money, you know how much money you got. Yeah. Said, I bought $61 and my money is in the back. It's in my bag. Cool. I look over to the chick. I say, did you bring any money shorty? She was like, no. No, you get I was like, for real? You ain't bring nothing? I was like, oh, because I saw something. When you when you just put your, your bread in your bag just now, your fanny pack, I, I saw some cash. I mean, did that come from that? And she's like, oh, yeah, honey, this is my money. This is this. I'm like, sure. You ain't got to say nothing. Just to avoid conversation. I I could have been like, bitch, count it. Tell me how much it is. What the <laughs> fuck is it right now? No. But I was like, okay, cool, cool. That's your bread. Cool. I just wanted to, I just asked because I saw something. I, I ain't know if you put something in there or not. I, I ain't want to come at you on sideways, but I came at you in front of everyone because this is you, if you were stealing, you're stealing from everyone. Right. That, that's mm-hmm. one thing. It's it's one thing. Yeah, you you overcharging drinks at the club, but if you taking money out the Actual out the tip out the jar, tip jar you yeah. stealing from everybody you working with. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm not with that, Slime. I'm not. Now, if you 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 want to charge fifty dollars for a single shot of Hennessy, hey, shorty, do you get get the get the bread, get your bag, mm-hmm. hey. That's you. But don't don't steal from me, Slime. No. Yeah. I'm not with that. Exactly. And um, <laughs> how this person got... <laughs> so Q does this in front of everybody. Yes. I'm not going to do it. And she starts getting defensive. And I'm like, oh, my fucking gosh. Because this chick, she looked like she just date drug dealers. Real and ratchet. like, she like real fucking ratchet and shit. She might be. And um, I was like, yo, somebody going to be outside waiting on Q. <laughs> I'm at I definitely automatically start I was on like, yo, we're not going to be able to record tomorrow because this nigga going to be in the hospital. I'm like, oh my I gosh. The I had the automatic start on the car real quick. Like, <laughs> and she needs to run quick. out. She looked so like, like a little thug type. Yeah, she's a little thuggish. So we went, um, so the boss was like standing right there and she was just like, okay, well, you know, no fanny packs, blah, 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 blah. Who? <clears throat> Come to find out later on, the other manager had um, saw somebody tip her um, what was a $50 like? bill. $150. Yeah, $150. We had $100 in the tip jar, but not $50. So she was like, okay, well, that's it. Definitely stole <laughs> She's definitely shit. stealing. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, just to future bartenders out there, bartenders who are already working, like if you're going to finesse on your own, that's okay, cool, whatever. But if we have a pool in a tip jar and um, you're stealing out that tip jar, like, we gonna fucking peep and you're gonna lose your fucking job because you're stealing from everybody. And if you're a guy, Facts. it might just hit you in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't do violence. <laughs> so, unless you hit me, then... I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. What? I don't know about that. You, you're from the same area, so... I'm that, from Jersey, but yeah, listen, no. listen. I was born in Newark, raised it's in, in there. East Orange. It's, it's, oh, definitely in there. It's definitely in there, but I haven't fought since, like, fucking... Nah. I haven't fought in like ten years. Yeah, you fought in like you went to school five in years. Huh? What school? What school you went to in Eastern? High school? Yeah. Orange High School. What school did you? What like middle school did you go to? I was in Elizabeth. I was in Krista McAuliffe oh. Middle School. Oh yeah. Okay. Well. All right. So that's our little current. That's our little thing that's, that's happening. That's what happened this week. Shit. That's what happened, like, <laughs> actually last night. Otherwise, 12 you know, hours ago, shit. Yeah, because I'm still fucking tired. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into current events. What's good? So, this week, what we got for current events? So, first thing that's on my mind is the Donald Trump shit. 
I mean, I understand that everybody don't, the motherfuckers in the news all the time. But one thing that hit a nerve with me is the stop and frisk. He said he's trying to bring that back and put it in Chicago, <laughs> which is wild as fuck. Was that Kanye's idea? Kanye said we shouldn't do it. He said I'll think about changing it, not doing it. Okay. So well, well shout out to Kanye. I know the world was going crazy. Maybe Kanye's Kanye doing like some little Jedi ago. mind trick, trying to get under Trump's good side so he can be like, let's not do this, Trump. And Trump be like, you know, that's a good idea, Kanye. We're not going to do that. Because yeah. I'm 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 a, I'm personally a victim of stop and frisk. Technically, I'm from Baltimore. We never had stop and frisk, but police would just fuck with you out, out the blue. Like I'm walk I went to a Catholic high school, which was mm. smack dab in the middle of the hood, middle of the city. It really wasn't technically a high, I mean it was a Catholic high school, but round the way kids went there. Okay. <clears throat> I'm walking home with a couple of my homeboys. They got they look like regular high school kids, hoodies, jeans, shit like that. But I got on a shirt and tie or whatever. Police stop us, make all of us sit on the curb, cross our legs, sit down, start checking us. But he ain't checked me. He said, You get up, go ahead, walk on. All because what? I had on a shirt and tie. Yeah. That's the only thing that yeah. saved me. The only thing that saved me, my school uniform is what saved me. How you present yourself. That shit is wild. No, that's the that, American. But that white black shit, that go into some more current events I was talking. Did you did y'all hear about the shit about the uh the white lady calling the police on the on the black dude for the, the two kids? Oh, no, I thought you were talking about the little boy who she said uh, tried to grope her. <gasps> oh, my that. God. Wait, hold on. I need to go into that real quick. Did you see the fucking video? Yeah. Oh, so you you probably don't know. Okay, so this, um, it was like a store, and it was like kind of tight. You know, like corner, a little like bodegas. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all don't have that shit. Not we got y'all. corner store. We ain't got them like how we got them up north. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like the mom and pops yeah. corner store, the bodegas shit. You got the cat in the window and yeah. shit. Y'all ain't got that down here. You know, get a Italian cheese store. steak and shit. Oh, a beef patty. Oh, with some oh, cocoa bread. Yeah, hungry. Yeah, chicken box. Anyway, y'all know nothing about that down here. All right. So anyway, so this boy, and he was like, what? He was, he was young. young. He was young. He, he was like, like 11 or 12. Or 10 or like that. Yeah, he was like, he was young, maybe like 10. So he had a big, you know, a book bag on, which, you know, y'all, y'all teachers, y'all need to stop giving these kids these, all these what? goddamn books. They yeah. book bags be big as fuck. I was like, my daughter loves Ninja Turtles. All these damn books. All right, that's another topic. Get the ebook. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So um, I don't know if she was, he was, he like walked past her. He walked her past her, yeah. He's and his, his I think book he's bag. Or somebody. He's, he's, yeah. Somebody, he's somebody. Was he with somebody or was he by himself? I think he was, he, he was, was with somebody because she, she was calling and he was like, he wasn't doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. So he was with somebody and his book bag had like brushed against her mm-hmm. or something. And that's how little he was. His book bag brushed against her butt. Yeah. His that's, book how bag. He was. that's how small he was to this fucking white lady. And you know what? Y'all niggas love y'all white women. Y'all see what the fuck she doing? All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> keep going. So I never asked she um, ends up calling the cops. I want to though. And saying that she was sexually assaulted. assaulted. Yeah. Saying that she was sexually assaulted by this little boy's book bag brushing against her as he was fucking walking. That's wild. You know what? My very first year of teaching, I had that same same issue. What? One of my I, I told eighth grade English. Uh-huh. One of my students, well, one of my teachers, fellow teachers, said that a student touched her butt on the camera. He was nowhere near her, but she swore up and down. Was she white? Yes, white lady. That's a, that's a Emma Till stuff right was there. Was that black? Wild shit. White, yeah, young black boy and white lady. Yeah. And what happened? I mean, 
the, the principal looked at the camera and was like, Shorty, he's nowhere near you. What are you talking about? Like, and what happened to her? She, well, she didn't get fired, but she she's, no, fired. she's not at the school. She didn't come back to the school the next year. Wow. That was like, that's fucking. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, black men, y'all got to, like, really fucking be careful out here and watch it. Like, especially with these white women that y'all love so much. You know, you got to really, like, (laughs) y'all just, y'all do, though. I'm being honest. I I just told, I've never had sex with a white girl. I didn't say (laughs) that you did. I'm not, this not, this might not necessarily be y'all. But I want to, though. But. (laughs) Hey. I just want to see what the Becky is really like. Honestly, else in life, you need to get hit by a white girl. With blonde hair and blue eyes. I don't know. <laughs> but all I know is that from what I hear, it's like you. It's like, situational. Is it? Yes. Because I had, used to date a white girl and she acted, sure she acted blacker than. No, no. And by blacker, I mean, stereotypical. I mean, stereotypical. I mean, like and she's privileged, but her, she had an attitude problem. So she was just spoiled and everything. I remember I was walking down the street one time and she heard girls laughing in the background I was walking past, and she was like, "Who that in the background?" <laughs> like she was flipping out on me. I'm like, "I'm outside. I don't know them." Why I'm... you out here making bitches laugh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. I was like, "What you tell?" I'm like, "I was talking." Who you telling jokes? Nigga, fuck you don't. They, the fuck they, la- so they laughing. They laughing at me. I'm like, <laughs> "I want to know the joke." Yeah, I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I want to laugh too. No, I mean, when I say white girl, I mean like, oh my god, if my daddy finds out, he's gonna kill you. Oh hell no, I don't want that. I mean, like, was, we in North Carolina. They're just getting niggas killed for that shit. No, they do. Hell but not. you need to get head that's from how you know, that's like, how you know it's worth it. Right. <laughs> no, if anything, do it for your you ancestors. Do it for your ancestors because they deserve it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'll let you do this. If you... I got you. If you ever get the opportunity, you know, if you're... Whatever, you need to get head from a white girl because I hear it's life-changing. <laughs> Ladies, black women, get head from a white guy. I am fucking telling you. Your credit is, score will go up. Yeah. <laughs> Your credit score go up. You know what I'm saying? Your edges be growing, girl. I'm telling you, you're going to have some money in that account. You're going to have a savings, girl. You're going to have a fucking retirement plan. I am telling you, that shit is fucking amazing. I don't know what it is. I hear white boys invented pussy eating. Get you you a Robin Thicke. Have y'all heard of that? No. Robin Thicke is a nigga, huh? You never heard of that? Yeah, white boys started like eating pussy. I I don't know. Yeah, you got to look it up. You see that lip when you go to, when you go to, uh, when you go to Africa, you see them with that plate in them lips. <laughs> That's the casting. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Anyway, that was right there. Get that. So, um, Fab and Emily, fabulous the rapper, and what's her name? Emily B. I don't know, but they better post the fact that they on great terms and living their best life all they over the, all over the fucking They're internet. They're over Just like, no, they better post that shit just like they posted about him supposedly beating her up and shit. Just like that video went viral of him going crazy. <laughs> no, I would go wild too. I got some, her, uh, it was her fault, but still, that's my house I paid for. You can't come to my house and tell me I can't come in my motherfucking house. I'm a wild out, dog. So they better put, now that they on great terms and living their best life and they supposedly married and shit, they better post that shit because you can't. You're not about out, out here just about to blast my man's name like that. Listen, he punched her fucking teeth out. You was there? <laughs> mm. You was there? What? How you know somebody? How you know it happened? Because she said it. It's a police report. That means that means it's true. If she said it, that means it's true. Are you trying to be funny? That was sarcasm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Work on it. Anyway. Oh. There is a police report. There is pictures. Pictures lie. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, photo shop. This is why we have the Me Too movement. I know we joking and shit, but serious. This is why a lot of women who are suffering from domestic violence don't come forward mm-hmm. because a lot of people, especially if that man is rich and powerful, they are always siding with the man. Where's the proof? Oh, what did she do? She probably deserved it. Y'all don't ever want to believe that y'all faves is out here whooping asses. They might be. They might be. He might have hit in the mouth. I don't know. I mean, you didn't see how violent he was acting in that video? Because you got some man telling me I can't come in my house. The man is saying, yo, this is my daughter. And this is my house. (laughs) They can both get out the house. That's my castle. They both got the house. It's a law that says I have the right to protect my castle. You can't cut him out and tell me I can. Your daughter can leave. Exactly. But this I, but is that's my house. Not the story where she was stopping him from coming in the house. When when he was what that video when he was the, being all he had like the scissors or some try, shit. No, he was trying to go and get a gun, and she was trying to stop him from going to get a gun. <sighs> that's what that was about. How you know? Because go go back and read the story. No, I you got saw, your laptop there. Fuck, fuck reading the story. I'm looking at the video. What I saw was his, he. You had saw half videos are only half of the truth. Videos, and you know that. But that's what you see. In the you know that, right, Mister Videographer? I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going front. Yeah, videos only have the truth when it's, it's certain things. However, certain things. There's factors. There's... However, both with the all the, the the written too. Like we heard her story. We heard her story. We saw his video of him. Right. He ain't saying shit. We didn't hear. We didn't hear what happened from his side. So I feel like the media is only going to put forth what they want to put forth. Sorry. Just from working in the media, I know they're only going to put forth things that are going to make a good story. So you exactly. don't believe that she's... And I believe there's more to it. I believe they're making him seem overly aggressive because that's what the media does. I've worked for 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 other for news channels and news networks. Um so I personally know I've been in I've been in meetings where people say, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna, you know, spin it this way or look at it this way for views or for, you know, because it sounds better. When okay. that's not the that's not all the facts. So they take stuff out because if you have all the exactly. facts, it doesn't sound as good. So that's why I'm saying I don't, we don't know not believe for a fact. Woman. Not saying it's okay or whatever. It's not. Okay. It's not okay. If he hit shorty, shorty line, he need to go to jail. I got six sisters. Or go get beat up. I don't care what my sisters. And do. I got you, hit my, you hit my sisters. It's, it's over. Okay. I'm coming for you. I don't care. What, I don't care if they put you in the face. You're saying that you don't believe it. I'm saying no. I'm saying there's more. I want to see the proof. I'm saying there's more to the story. There is. There was pictures. Just like there was a video of him. There was a police report. Police are. Police are not going to come and file a goddamn report and have these pictures with her fucking front teeth missing. must never been in no domestic violence shit. Yeah, they will for a celebrity. They huh? will come. Yeah, they will for a celebrity if... What I'm saying is that... Let me just say this like this so we can move on. Because okay. I feel like this needs to be its own show because I'm very passionate about yeah. domestic violence. Let's move. I have been through domestic violence before. That is some shit I do not fuck with. It look like you I, mess somebody up for a little bit. Huh? It look like you might mess somebody up. Well, you know, when you're in love strapped. and, you know, you somebody's strapped. whooping your ass every day, but you have feelings for them, things are different. Okay. So, What are you saying? Like, you look like you'll beat the shit out of somebody else. I'm just saying it's different yeah. when you have so an you, emotional... So, so you somebody was, uh, has an emotional hold that on is another, you. That is another episode. It's you need different. To, you need yeah. So I'm just saying I don't believe this woman has a reason to lie on this man. They've okay. been together for I don't know how many years. They have hella fucking kids together. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's like a stylist or something or whatever, but I would assume that Fab is bringing home all the money. Yeah. She probably has some income, but not nearly as much 
as him. So I don't, for her to like lose all of that by going to the police and saying, you know, he did this, he did this and filing charges and shit. Well, the state of Georgia, is it Georgia or New York? I believe they're in New York. Okay, well, whatever. The state is filing charges. I don't think she is. Okay. So, yeah, the state is not her. Yeah, the state is not her. But I don't think she's going to just pull all this shit out of fucking thin air. Oh, no, no. I, I agree with you. I agree with you on this as far as I think that, you know, I think he did hit it. Fabulous look like he hit women. Okay. But, um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is what I'm saying. I'm just, I was just speaking from a media standpoint of what they cover. I just feel like a lot of times people, they, they either over, over exaggerate what happened um, or the media won't tell the whole story and they, mm-hmm. and, they, and they switch it to make it look like somebody's overly aggressive than they are. Hitting women isn't right regardless. Overly or whether it's a little bit or a lot. But the way it's portrayed as black men and and, oh, yeah. and and as far as artists and stuff and rappers and the media is, you know, exaggerated anyway. So that's why I'm just like, you know, I'm not saying that he's right. I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm, I, I think he did it. I think that he was beating her for real. Okay. I'm just saying that, you know, I feel like the media is... Q doesn't. Clearly. I didn't say that. No, I no. just said I hope not. I, uh- I, I not. Oh no, I, I can gosh. look at honestly some if people he did you it, can he look. Did it. Go get him. Put him on his neck. But yeah. I just hope not. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into your sports section because this is very uh, manly. Yeah, we ain't got a whole on. lot about sports, but th- just last week we had that Conor Conor McGregor fight uh, with the with the Yo. boy Khabib, and he got thrashed. But but before we Wait. even get to Conor, though, what's his name? Conor Conor McGregor. The is boy, that the fine white boy? He the boy that fought Floyd last year. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. the fine white guy. Mm. So thirsty. Anyway, I'll have to Google him now. But no, uh, be, the undercard <laughs> fight. Did you see the boy though. Derek Lewis after he beat the uh, white? They call him the Black Beast. Mm-mm. No. Oh. The interview won, afterwards. The interview. That girl. Why'd you take your put with shorts off? My balls was hot. Mm. My, ball, my balls was hot. <laughs> he said Trump told me. Trump told me we got we got we got fuck this rushing up. Do it do it for the do it for the USA. Uh, US up USA up in this hole. Like what the. That was the funniest after Trump, anything interview Trump I've ever seen. Trump called me. Trump called me. So we get we can't let these Russians win. We are fucking rushing up. You will see up in this hole. That was hilarious. My balls is hot. That was hilarious. <laughs> Who said that? The winner. The the, the, the dude is named Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Okay, yeah, let me Google, Google him. Video. Is he cute? <sighs> <laughs> he beats up Russians. Chew, if you say yes, you might get that job at that bar you want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh. But moving on. Oh, next oh. was the Conor McGregor uh, joint when he sh- straight up disrespected the the, the boy Khabib, talking about his father, his religion, which is cool. I mean, that's his mo. He yeah, talks a lot yeah. of shit. Right. And after he got his ass whipped, he just tried to cop cop a plea, but like, yeah, it was all business, just business though. It's just business, which is understandable. You got to promote your fight, mm-hmm. and I mean. Uh, what the boy Khabib was like I don't do oh this for God. money I don't do this for money I do this for honor I'm like dog but you still getting paid like he looks like yeah. 50 cent like millions. a bigger 50 cent is that him yeah that's him all she sees is his chest no I'm looking at his face he looks like 50 cent he like 50 he can't, he, can't, he look like 50 cent and uh, on, that? On before steroids. I self destruct oh, <laughs> oh okay okay before I self destruct no when he was bald head <laughs> okay <laughs> Yo. <laughs> All right. And Adrian, Adrian, I saw something. But I Adrian think Brown. pretty old. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know how old. I, I think I it's really old. It, but the boy Adrian, but I think you went, what did you go into? Like a Popeyes or something? Wendy's. Like Wendy's. All, all for everybody in there. Yo, I give you $10,000 to quit on the spot right now. 
Why he? I guess his mo was like, "Why are you working for people? Stop working for people." I don't know, but it was pretty much. I give everybody, anybody in here who quit right now, ten thousand dollars cash. It's right here, and nobody took that shit. I don't understand why. They probably didn't that. think he was serious. I would have took it. I would have fucking took the shit. It was like you a manager. No, 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 it's Wendy's. That now. Huh? It's, it's Wendy's. It's a, you can work at it's 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 Wendy's. You can, like you can only go, go up from Wendy's, bro. Hey, yeah. some Wendy's managers make like fifteen, sixteen dollars an hour. Right, but still, look. Manager, and it's still stressful. It's not worth it. I don't know. I, look, I can't I'm take, I, Hey, look. I'm going to take that... I'm gonna take that chance, and then if I don't get the money, I'm like, hey, managers, you you gotta, you can't get mad at yeah. me. Dog. He yeah. offered me ten racks to Anybody quit right now. Like, no. like, just put me on the schedule for next week. Chill okay, out. so let me ask you something. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you think because those were all, I think, like black kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, much. so do you think that just as a society that I would say black people are conditioned to work for someone? Back then, the mentality. Back then, but now I would say back then, definitely. Uh, no, no, no. I mean that if you come from a closer to poverty level, you don't have access to like you know just seeing what else there's in life that yeah. you can have. Right. You, don't, you don't really read. You don't do research. You don't look at self-made millionaires. You don't think to yourself, okay, maybe I can have this one day, or maybe I could have my own business one day. If you're growing up in the the projects, whatever, you see drug dealers, you do you see all this. If you don't, you haven't been exposed to that, do you think you're conditioned? I say yes back then, but now that... What's back then? Maybe before social media. Yeah. I would because say, social media allowed people to see other things. It's like, oh, snap, he did that? Mm-hmm. Oh, he did that? So Man, what I other things? You can, look at, you can look at DC Young Fly and see that he's doing really good for himself. Okay. And he got tattoo on his face. But not everybody are comedians. I'm yeah. talking about, aside from being self-made on social media, I mean, like, just, you know, a CEO, I think, yeah. I think it's a like director. A I think it's a more of a, a classism thing. Um, I think that it's not just black people because I've came like, you know, I lived in North um, and I knew I had white people in Puerto Rican friends, other people that were in that same area that it's just that we didn't see that much just because where we were at. It, I don't think it has to do with the fact that we were black or white or, or Puerto Rican. Or whatever. I think that before we were, I think our family stuff was placed in that because of their color. But I think now it's more um, of, of, of what your class is, what you're around. They want to keep those poor people in that poor area so they can't see the world. So they can't. So they can't understand. So I think there's conditioning going on, but I think that the system is made so that it's not just racism anymore. It's just more like if you there, you there. You ain't getting out. They just trying to keep people in that area. Yeah. So they conditioned to work and and not know that you can do better for yourself. But that's what I'm saying. I think it's just kind of like a conditioning to yeah. kind of keep you as the oh, yeah, worker and is. not the boss. Yeah. That's and I think that runs deep. Oh yeah. Which is why I said the social media when they got well, let's take Meek Mill for instance. Mm-hmm. Meek Mill. He prides himself on saying, I do this to show my young boys. Yeah. I I, I wear the rollies and all the chains and cars and shit to show my young boys you can get this shit. But yeah. he's can, also rapping about yeah. Yes, he is also yes, <laughs> he is. But drugs also and bitches and it's education. He's letting them know, yo, it's a way that you can do that. I'm not saying you have to go to school, but back in the day, I was taught to, yo, go to school, get your degree, you're gonna be successful regardless. The, you're, you're going the to, judge, the but, judge that threw him away in jail was from his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So the judge that threw me mail the girl, she was from his neighborhood. So so the one that was the judge for that, she they knew each other. They knew they grew up not grew up together, but they from the same area. So it's like I feel like you can portray that, but you know, you gotta you gotta show a different way. Like 
I just feel like I don't want people to, I don't want this generation to grow up and think that, okay, well, I could become an IG model or I could become a comedian or I'm a guy. I could wear a woman's wig and make everybody mm. laugh and I can be successful. There's other avenues that you can do to, you know what I'm saying? Like be a boss or whatever, or be yeah. successful or whatever have you. It. But in like there's stocks, there's, you know, there's real estate. There's other things you can do that's not being glorified on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, depending to, on where you look. How to do your taxes. How to, yeah, how to, depending on where you look. How to build your credit. Yeah, how to build your credit. I didn't know nothing about that until I got into a wider area. And I was like, oh. Facts. I love about Ma- In Maplewood. I went to Maplewood, you know, Columbia High School. Yeah. Maplewood, and I didn't know, you know, I didn't, it was a lot of stuff I didn't see. Until mm-hmm. you get over there, you're like, oh, this is what they talk about over here. You know, I, I tell, about that in the like. Black Everybody, you need to have a you need to have some white friends. Like yes. shoot up. You yes. need to have no. some white friends. Yes. Because them it's motherfuckers education. know so many fucking yes. it's education, but it's also not what you know, it's who you know. Yep. Sometimes. When I tell you a lot of the shit, like I didn't when I, I didn't pay I didn't hit I have any loans in college. I got scholarships and I got grants, all just from being a black woman. And I had my daughter, I really had everything fucking paid for. You know who told me about it? My white homegirl, mm-hmm. my white. She was like, look, I didn't get this grant, but it seems like you would get it. And I was like, bitch, let me see. Got that shit. So what I'm saying is that I'm not saying it like, oh, you know, you have to listen to white people and all that stuff. Yeah. But I'm saying that I feel like they take a lot more advantage of the system than mm-hmm. we do. They just do it legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm saying you I feel like oh, you yeah. need to have a white friend. And I have a white Jewish ways. friend. He it be goes teaching me mad shit. Huh? It goes both ways because yeah. then the white but, people get the, get you as a friend, and then they they not afraid of black people no more because they got a black friend. They understand that you know. You know sometimes they're still closet. But like what you just said, that you say he be teaching you mad shit. Yeah, it's all about education. It's yeah. all edu- so it people is. are just not being educated. Like y'all just said, y'all didn't know about taxes until a long time ago. Right. I learned about taxes in high school. In my my job, I went to a Catholic high school that taught. It was a black high school that wanted blacks to. Be successful oh. doing a whole lot of shit. I think they should make that universal. I learned how to do a lot of wild shit in my high school that didn't really have the focus on academics. It had to fo- mm. focus on life. Yeah, that's general. what you need. Yeah, and so like it's all in education. You put certain shit in schools, or you put certain shit in the classroom. Okay, good. All right, so um, for this is my segment. I like to call fake feminists. Is she um, a fake feminist? Um, because you know, I believe in the empowerment of women. I believe in power of the pussy, but I don't want to be your fucking equal. Um, I still want my perks as a woman. So, um, I wanted to, you know, address a little bit how I feel like everybody hates Nikki. So, um, (laughs) if you guys have not seen Quavo, you know, from the Migos, he released a, um, album, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So he first. released this song called Honcho Dreams. <laughs> and yo, first off, they, my nigga, are you fucking serious? During my feminist section? It's, it's sex on the rocks. I got to pull the rocks. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so um, <laughs> this nigga, right? Before it even comes out, somebody posted the lyrics. And I don't speak ratchet, so I didn't really understand it. So I had to go back and listen to it. <laughs> I don't speak ghetto. Sorry. Anyway, that motherfucker wrote a whole song about Nikki, and he had a performance. And if you know, if you guys follow Nikki, I don't. I had to look this shit up because she's like low key annoying. 
Um, she had like this video, right? And she was opening like all these purses, these bags, like these Chanel bags, these really expensive bags. And she was like, oh my gosh. Like she was just so dramatic like opening these fucking Adler. gifts. She does, she does have a theater degree, so. Okay. That makes a whole lot of fucking sense. She graduated all right. top of her class. So somebody like sent her. Actress. Well, whatever. She somebody sent characters. her all these gifts. She and she was like, nigga, can I speak? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Um, so she's opening all these gifts and she's like being mad dramatic. And she's like, thank you. Thank you. So Quavo had a performance with this song. <laughs> and he's like doing the song and then he like pauses and he shines the light on the stage. And he has like a Nikki impersonator <laughs> redoing that video. <laughs> and she's acting. She got like a blonde, um, like she got a blonde long wig Super with a bang, petty. like pink background. Super petty. Like it was the pettiest shit I have ever fucking <laughs> Super seen. Super petty. So basically he was talking about, if you haven't listened to the song, which I mean, I it was a lot of like subliminal shit in there. But from what I got, what I got is that they were fucking and they got into it. And now he don't he not really fucking with her like that. And he feels disrespected and he doesn't give a fuck if she feels disrespected. My man said he left five dollars on the dresser, though. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it? He left five dollars. I don't know if it's five dollars, five hundred, five grand. He left five on the dresser. Yeah. (laughs) So I like I just feel like everybody is going against this woman like uh, Um, Drake. Brung out Meek on his concert. Yo, Drake brought out Meek. He brought out Meek and he brought out Chris Brown. Well, Chris Brown wasn't really. I know he was beef. I'm just saying. He definitely was. Chris Brown was mad enough to throw a bottle at the nigga. Yeah, they they was beef. But he was. No, I feel like all of these people are coming against her. But why? Nobody coming at her. Niggas is just getting old. Niggas is getting old. Where is you beefing for? They were mad cool. It's. But listen to the song though. What is she doing though? It, remember she had Barbie. I don't know. Remember she had the Barbie dreams. Yeah, which was a joke. So what? You don't think that this could be a joke? This could Wait, be a response she didn't to Barbie say shit dreams. About Quavo, she said somebody get Karuchi and make sure she okay though. I think she think I'm trying to give the pussy to Quavo, which that's it. Quavo made a whole song about fucking her and leaving five on the on the damn dresser. Maybe that's like what all that's he could crazy. come up with. He nah, didn't want to go. Nah. He, he want to be corny and go with all of the rap because it's not really that many bad rap girls out here. Some of them is either mm, rough looking or whatever. Not, yeah, yeah, it's either Cardi, which is his man's girl, or Nicki. And who you're not gonna go a rap city? I mean, yeah, she because she gonna fry you. She's gonna fry shit out. Shout out to Rap City. Yeah, she's from North Carolina, right? Yeah, I just saw. I don't know. Yeah, I just saw her in a at Crabtree the other day. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I just think that everyone is against this girl right now. I don't know why. I think I, she got to be doing something. Yo. She's probably, she, she probably, I don't know, but we got to give props when props are due. Like, she's been relevant for the past, I don't know yeah, how long. but I think she's so I got a question. Like, you wanted a female serious. rap feature? It was always Nikki. Yeah, but I think she's, now she, now it's other rapper, female it's rappers other people coming out, and, and she's getting it's upset at that. other though. people, though. No, not, a, it hasn't always been a, it ain't a always Cardi, been a Cardi B. B. No, I mean, no, not that successful, yeah, so, I think she's getting a little tight because there's other female artists and she can't bully. As soon as Remy got out of jail, she was trying to bully Remy and Remy like, I don't got a problem with Nikki, but Nikki still you see a dead Bobby shot at her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Bobby? so I'm just like, you know, I think she needs to chill out a little bit. I know she's trying to do the know. whole 50, you know, the whole bully thing where it's like, I'm the top of the blah, blah, blah. I don't think she was. I think that 
she probably got a stink ass attitude and people yeah. are really starting to see that Definitely. shit mm-hmm. and they're not really fucking with her that and she's like hug. what but i don't believe i'm gonna always feel a certain way when when everybody is trying to get on a black woman like yeah. a successful black woman and nobody can they are getting on her. All this shit. Are you serious? This is not black people united against Nikki. It's not black people united against Nikki, but I feel like people, like even the comment section, people is going fucking. You in always her. got people going in because she going after Cardi, and Cardi don't do nothing. That's the main thing. I you, wouldn't you say Cardi it. don't do nothing. Cardi, what Cardi, Cardi do? What Cardi, Cardi, Cardi do? don't Cardi don't talk behind people's back. She don't. She don't. She don't. Person. She don't drive snitch because on her, she, on her she, radio she, station. She say she say everything that's on her mind, but it's not anything that's like. If you ain't disrespect her, she's not going to disrespect you. She don't do that like, oh, um, she don't. Tell that to the two strippers that she got fucked up. You mean, you mean, you mean, you mean the two strippers that Nikki was dry snitching for? Huh? You mean the two two strippers that Nikki was dry snitching for? (laughs) Exactly. That's why niggas is getting mad at Nikki. Uh, listen. Leave that woman alone. Let her do her shit. Um, Shorty Slam was like, she, she ordered a hit on somebody. No. All right. So, um, next thing is so i was reading i was just scrolling online and i had to do some research to make sure this was true so i was seeing a video where um it was a doctor talking and the doctor was admitting that um health professionals like doctors nurses they hesitate when treating black women in the medical field um and it was a questions of why and the doctor went into well you know there's a myth about their pain level um, if they're actually telling the truth or not, um, you know, there's been certain studies that says that, you know, their pain tolerance is more, you know, superior to others. So we don't kind of they're not our priority. Basically, they'll get treated when they can mm. get treated. And, you know, it's discrimination. It's all this stuff. But it is what it is. I can honestly say. Um, so I've worked at a hospital um, for a couple of years when I first moved down here. And I thought this was kind of an argument towards people who doesn't have insurance when they come to the hospital, because I've noticed that people who does not have insurance, they wait longer and they get very, very basic treatment. So I was just thinking that this was just kind of like a poverty thing, kind of like a low income thing, you know, and no insurance thing. But to find out, um, that this is going on with black women is just like a total, completely utter fucking like kick in the stomach. So it's just kind of like, you know, you're going to the doctor, you're telling them these symptoms and the doctor's not believing you. Mm. And I was like reading the comments and it was so many women saying, yeah, my doctor never believes me when I tell them this and never believe me when I tell them that. Like they just kind of like, Oh, you're fine. Don't want to give you adequate treatment. Now, this doesn't happen all the time, but now it makes sense when I see a lot of black women cursing out doctors. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who fuck cusses out their doctor? Listen, go to like a clinic and you will see that shit. No, I'll go to my doctor. Huh? I don't want to go to a clinic. Okay, well, excuse me, bougie. Um, if you I'm were to bougie because I got insurance no, and I go to saying. my doctor. I mean, sometimes you need to get treated and your doctor's not open. He better be. But if you've ever seen, if you've, Work. I work in the health field, so I see a lot of black women getting upset with doctors, getting upset with nurses all the time because they feel that they're not getting adequate treatment. So I had to go see my doctor a few times before my doctor even put me on birth control. What? Yes. You can't just ask for that shit? I asked for it, but she wanted to wait. Exactly. 
Huh? What? I don't know. Were you like under 18 or something? No, I was of age. I would have been like, I'm going to a different doctor. (laughs) (laughs) I had to wait because I wanted it for, I was having like severe cramps and stuff. And I was like, I need something that I can take so that when this time of the month comes, like I'm good. So she would just give me pain medicine. She's like, well, you know, unless you're having sex, you don't really need to do condoms. Uh, you don't need to really do birth control. Oh, you and I was just, just say like, you're having sex. It's like, I'm, huh? I'm, like, I'm having sex. Well, every I day. shouldn't have to lie to you and tell you something that I'm not you doing. Should. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. As my doctor, you should be listening to me. Well, I think at that point, you should have just switched doctors. I'm not, I'm not saying that's, like, I'm not putting yeah. on you, but I'm just saying, like, if, if I feel like a doctor is being like, an, is, you know, not to my standards, I'm leaving. Yeah, right. Awesome. But yeah. it's, you know, I'm not going to go into this, but, you know, you have insurance, you have doctors in network, doctors not. You have to wait for an appointment. Sometimes you want to get that shit done real quick. Um, When I had meningitis when I was in the hospital years ago, I had a really bad headache. They wouldn't give me um, tests. My mom, who worked for a neurosurgeon, had to ask him as a favor, can you check on my daughter? I'm going to bring her into the office because she's having a really like a just a horrible headache and she keeps crying and screaming. The hospital sent her home to find out i had bacterial meningitis in my brain i could have died but the doctor's like oh she has a headache here's some ibuprofen send her back home they would not give the adequate test my mom had to call into a favor thank god and he's now um he was actually something with the commissioner or something like that of the hospital so whoever i seen the first time they all had a meeting about it Mm. so my mom could have sued but she didn't after their little talk, but I got treatment. I was in the hospital for like two weeks, but yeah. I would have sued. But just the, just to play devil advocate, how many people come into the clinic or the emergency room with just a headache every day? Yeah, I get it. Well, this wasn't, I mean, this was a hospital. This was a oh. trauma hospital. And I would think that what I noticed is that when you kind of put your title out there. Mm-hmm. I work in, you know, pharmaceuticals or I work in the healthcare field or I'm a RN or I'm a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. I'm a this, well, Somebody I'm tell a me that. that I'm like, so the fuck what? No, no, no. I'm saying as a patient coming in where you're telling your title or you're telling, hey, my husband is this or my husband, you know, whatever, they kind of respect you more oh, and they like, do the so? more apps. They do the more necessary tests. I and yeah, my, mom, tell- my mom worked in the hospital my whole life. So whenever yeah. I had anything wrong with me, I'll go hospital every time they take they treat me they'll skip this line of emergency room exactly. all that stuff because I need, I need y'all kind of pull because when somebody tell me that shit I'm like so well not no, no, so no. it's just not like you, you. Go, you, go, you go in and they know that they can't BS you when exactly. you when you in the they know they can't just they know that you know the behind the scenes you, they can't tell you oh no it's just this we I know it's not just that just bring me into this um, so maybe, my mom she already knew the 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 back ways or the BS they try to tell people exactly that's what I'm to exactly just, to just get because people don't want to do their jobs properly people don't want to do their jobs they want to and I feel like that's the bad part about it because you want to go in knowing that your doctor's going to do the best for you. And the reality is they don't. Half of them just want the check and they don't really care about the patient. Half of them is tired of listening to y'all asses. Yeah. So they'd be like, um, yeah. <laughs> take this ibuprofen. All right, whatever. So you go to go take this ibuprofen and go to your regular doctor. Um, but it was just a hard reality to swallow. Um, you can do more research about that online. There's a doctor video talking about it and um i think they actually have like a whole movement going on to stop that i don't know how successful that is because we live in a racist ass country but yeah you know more details on that coming soon um so today's topic that i really wanted to talk about was how much more time do we have enough okay um so what i wanted to get into because we're all 10 minutes (laughs) all right uh, what I wanted to get into was the history of tipping. 
Um, because I am a bartender. Q is a bartender. Magic is a bartender. Um, I do have my full-time job, but you know, in this economy, you kind of need like two hustles. You need a job and something on the side. So, um, I've always loved, you know, making drinks. I love the atmosphere. I love talking to people, except for people who get belligerent junk and get on my fucking nerves. Um, <laughs> what I've noticed is that I'm sorry, but black people don't really know how to tip like that. Um, you know, sometimes as not really so much me as a bartender, because I work in a nightclub, it's kind of a different scene, but I've literally heard people at restaurants not wanting to serve black people because they don't fucking tip right. That's why I don't work in a restaurant. Baby. That's <laughs> okay. why I don't. So Not because true. of black people, just because I don't want to deal with food. But mm-hmm. I've, I've heard this black people don't tip type shit. But I think it's more so young black people don't know that don't tip because they don't know about tipping. They don't they don't know about that because their parents probably never told them about that. I but don't think black older, people really taught period how to tip. I mean, I'll say thirty. More and about above. finances in general. Uh, exactly. There you go. That's okay. A that's yeah. A, yeah. That's, that's a difference. But but I'll say thirty and, and over know how to tip. Huh? Thirty and over know how to tip. They know what they know what tipping is. They know why they. Let me tip. tell you something. I work these eighteen, nineteen, a, twenty years that come to these college nah, parties and shit. Of it's course, like I know about that. tipping. I think it from like twenty five to like forty five, maybe because some older black people they don't be tipping either. Yeah, they just like it. Yeah, <laughs> some of them old cougars. Unless you smile in front of your face and like tell them they cute and shit. Yeah, they never. Um, I'm just saying, so I've noted, I, I, I do think it's that we're not really taught how to tip. We're not really taught about finances. And I think a lot of us just don't have the fucking money. Like I still got to pay for my meal. I don't yes. have nothing. Why the fuck are you coming to the club? Yeah. Because they as just want to go out. As a bartender. Look, all you motherfuckers that come to the club and don't really have like slime. Look, okay. Look, I understand you want to have a good time. I want to say, I understand you want to have fun. But don't come to the club and you you're not going to tip. Don't come to the club and you want to come post for Instagram or something. No, if you don't have the money, <laughs> don't come. Why are you outside the house? Um, yo, how much? Yo, give me your, how much is a double shot of henny? Yo, it's 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 twenty five dollars. Drink bottom shelf. Don't drink. Don't try to get henny if you don't got money. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You ask them how when somebody asks What's me man, how, how much? much, you know exactly. Know. They're not tipping. They're I'm not tipping. And I said well, this I asked, before. I, I asked, no, I asked how much sometimes because I want to tip. So if you tell me something too expensive, and I know I got five dollars. I want to get a three dollar drink. You tell me something something five dollars. No, fuck. I'm that. I'm gonna give you the rest of the change. So that's 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 just <laughs> no. You know, that's just fuck me. that. You ask me how much is a shot of henny? I tell you twelve dollars for one. You say all right. Well, what what. Motherfucker asked me last night, what's your house con yet? What the fuck is house con? Like? House they, con? they don't make a house con yet. What the fuck, E and J? What the fuck is Brandy? Shit. What the fuck is house con yet? Yeah, that's, yeah. What, what's nah. house con yet, yo? Oh, I don't know. Somebody, 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 somebody send, send an email to the, to Sex on the Rocks podcast. Tell me, find me a house con yet. House I swear con. to God. I'm going to put that shit in the well. We have to have, we're going to have to educate people on, yeah. you know, top shelf, mid shelf, mm-hmm. you know. House. Yeah, because they're going to start at Henny. They're going to say, okay, what's the house shit? Okay, well, never mind. Just give me a beer. Those people that just want to flex, you, ask, you just ask for Henny because you don't know liquor. You just exactly. ask for Henny. Like, anybody yeah, who I know who drinking. knows about You don't even like liquor. that shit. Knows that I don't even like Henny. You like vodka, motherfucker. You like you like flavored vodka. You like you like blueberry stolies. You don't like Henny, motherfucker. All right. So before we get off topic, do you want to go into the history of tipping? I'm gonna let you kick that off. All right. So let me kick it off. So the history of tipping it started in Europe. Um. So there's many different variations of how it started in Europe. A whole lot. 
um, when we were doing our research, we found everything. Like, so from what I gathered, you could do your own research about where it started in Europe is that basically um, there were people who didn't really have any special um, talents. You know, they weren't like shoemakers. They weren't they know, tra- any trade. props. They didn't have yeah, they didn't have trade. Thank you. The proper term. So um, people after the markets and stuff were kind of um, flourishing there, they decided to open up restaurants where people could come and get cooked food and pay for it and either stay there or bring it home. But they needed people to, you know, bring the food out. They needed people to make the food. They needed more than one person there to work this restaurant, which at the times used to be very small. Um, They were serving no more than maybe five chairs at a time. Um, So they had these people called. It's another term that they were called before servers, but they had these people come in Usually it was um, either older people who were, um, you know, couldn't really do their trade anymore physically or it was younger people. So instead of um, paying these people because they were starting out as a business, they would say, well, you can go ahead and ask for money from the people who are paying their food since you're getting the food from them and, you know, you're cleaning up after them and so on and so on. So that's how tipping started. Um, Americans would go over to Europe and see this whole tipping phenomenon and they brung it back to America just to kind of like show off. I've been to Europe. I'm bougie. Yeah, I know what they do. This, okay. They do this in Europe. <laughs> yes, they, do this. they do this in Europe. Take this two or three dollars. OK, yeah, or whatever it was overseas. called back then. Um, however, this was um, bad. It's time this was happening in um, America. We had just abolished slavery. Um, So we had these newly freed slaves who were looking for work. Of course, this is right after, you know, (laughs) slave trade and all that stuff was dying down. Jim Crow. So Jim Crow law. Um, These people who were newly freed slaves, they could not find jobs. They had to earn a living and they could not find anywhere to work. They would not get hired because why? They were black and motherfuckers was racist. So um, restaurant owners said, hey, why don't we hire all slaves, all newly freed slaves, so that we don't have to pay them? So it was a law saying, you know, <clears throat> you can hire these slaves and they'll just basically live off of their tips. A lot of angry white people got upset, was feeling like, you know what? Why should we have to tip them? Why should we do this? A lot of um, law, a lot of laws were passed in certain states in America saying there's like a no tipping law, um, which basically means that they didn't want to give anybody especially slave shit for uh, serving them. Um, But that kind of got turned around and they started tipping. I think they abolished it. I don't know what happened to that law, but obviously. Yeah, about like seven or eight states actually tried to write a bill to abolish. like try to. They were saying that tipping was anti-American. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was adopted from Europe. (laughs) They were saying that pretty much we founded America so that every man is equal. If we create tipping, then that creates a servile attitude or a servile class, which means that we have high class and low class. No, that's not what we want. Not being a or not learning that, okay, uh, uh, somebody that works in the service and you can make over $100,000 easy. Yeah, but this was back then. Um, The problem was that black people, you know, they didn't have any other ways to make money. So this was, I see what you're doing as far as trying to make everyone equal, but realistically, I don't have any other jobs to go to. So I'm going to take this 
however many dollars I'm making so I can take care of my family. Um, so they tried to create a bill, but it didn't go through, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So um, long story short, you could do your research. I'm not going to go into it right now because we are running out of time. Um, but they stopped that bill. Um, and then that's kind of where tipping started. Um, but at the time when it was getting very popular with more restaurants coming about um, around town and around the different states, um, black people, I'm sorry, white people um, wasn't really taking the jobs because they were only available to uh, slaves. Um, and it was kind of like if a white person did, you know, weasel their way in to take a job, it was looked at being, you know, looked down upon if you tried to tip a white person, even though they were serving you. It was kind of like, ugh, like it was just kind of what was that guy who wrote the book? I think it was it was named uh, like Scott, William Scott. He, he wrote a book pretty much saying that uh, the title was The Ishing Palm, which mm-hmm. he wrote policies of how somehow in the future, tipping will be abolished just like slavery. Right. But he was saying that he's not going to tip white people or white people shouldn't accept tips. He's, he's pretty much saying that type, tipping anybody is bad, but if I tip a white person, that's beneath him. Right. So it's still about inferiority. It's still about superiority. It's still about the same thing. Um, the problem is with tipping now um, is that, of course, you know, now in modern days, tipping is some people, that's all of their income which you can make a lot of money from tipping, whether you're in restaurants or bartending or what have you, depending on the location that you're in. But in this day and age, 60% of servers are women. The men who, uh, the people who make the most money, of course, are white people. Um, and it's actually specifically white males. They're the ones who get the jobs at the Ruth Chris, the Capitol Grill, all of the fine dining restaurants. And they're the ones who make the most money. Um, so there's still a wage gap in that, well, not wage, but there's still an earning gap in that sense, whereas times hasn't really changed because it's been studies shown that if I'm a black person serving someone and I have a white counterpart serving someone, uh, statistically, the white person is making more. I could be getting, giving you way better service, making sure, you know, your drinks are refilled, making sure your food is there on time, making sure everything is hot. I could be doing everything in my power to make sure that you are having a great time, but my white counterpart is going to get more just because they are white and they're, and they could be giving you mediocre service, but that is still going on today. And it's crazy because even now in, um, I have a friend from Australia and they don't like they have restaurants and stuff like that. Of course, they're in Australia, but they don't have a tipping system. Because they, <laughs> they don't get, need to. Yeah, they make the service there make it's like a standard. Um, their minimum wage. Their minimum wage is seventeen dollars an hour mm-hmm. over there in Australia. Um, I'm not. Europe doesn't do tipping. Europe does do tipping. They do do so tipping. Where got this shit from? Well, no, but they stop. They don't do it. It's like frowned upon, depending on where you're at. I know when I went to China, motherfucker looked at me like I was crazy. Like he wanted to kill me. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't do tipping and stuff. Like yeah, China. China, yeah. China they, don't fuck with that shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, why you did you, you insulting the fuck out of me? Unless so you, you put it in a specific envelope that is yeah. like made like as a gift. Yeah. They take it as a gift. The only time they accept money as a gift. If yeah. you don't put it, if you don't have it in that specific envelope, like, it's disrespectful. Why the fuck are you leaving the shit? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, we still do it here in America, and I appreciate the fuck out of that <laughs> shit. Look, just to keep it a buck with y'all, we yes, we did do research, but you can also go and do your research because it's a to me, it's a myth of teaching. Yes, we I feel like America got that shit from Europe, 
But how that shit came apart, we have, we have no idea. But we have a lot of blogs and a lot of encyclopedias and a lot of databases that go back and say what we just said. So definitely go out there and do your research. But I, myself, I appreciate the fuck out of tipping. <laughs> do you think that tipping kind of gives a handicap to Americans and, and getting the equal wage between Hell no. everybody? No, no, because there is no equal wage. In in North Carolina right now, the minimum, ser- wage, is- minimum wage is like 7 almost $8, barely $8. Yeah. Right? But the service wage is $2.33, right? Mm-hmm. Because Which, you get compensated for your tips. But, but so check me out. You get $2.33. You don't, you, when you get a check, it's $0 because taxes take all of that shit, right? Now, suppose we work in the bars, bars right? Mm-hmm. Suppose nobody comes in that night. Mm-hmm. We don't get no money. Suppose it's a dead crowd. Suppose motherfuckers aren't tipping. We walk home with zero dollars. I've been in I've been in the very same the club we were in last night. Mm-hmm. I've been in that club where I walked out with a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars. But then I've also been there where I walked out with seventeen dollars mm-hmm. or twenty dollars. So do you think that if they didn't allow tipping, they would be forced to pay seven whatever the minimum wage is, and you'd be able to get you know walk out regardless well, whether it was dead or not. Legally. <laughs> Your employer is supposed to compensate you okay. up until yeah. the um, minimum, minimum wage. wage. So if you work ten if hours, you don't have tips. Minimum mm-hmm. wage is say seven dollars. You work ten hours. They supposed to at least make sure you have seventy dollars before you leave. Exactly, okay. but, but they don't. Nobody does that shit. They don't do that shit. So okay. because motherfuckers <laughs> don't know about that shit. Yeah. So and I mean you can bring it to your employer's attention and da da da. But then usually prices fired. have to go up. And then, like, customers, like, lose it just, job, yeah. yeah, you might lose your job, too, which is illegal, but whatever. But bartending is different because usually you get money just for coming out, plus your tips. Exactly. The club I work at um, now, now you don't get paid do that shit. You I've, just and I've make, been all around Riley. And yeah. That club? No. But I've been all around. Some people pay you up. So I had a couple of you pay me 100 to show up. Mm-hmm. Some people pay 40. Yeah. Some people mm-hmm. say 50. It just depends on who you're working for. And I will say, white clubs don't pay you shit. Black, real, like... The white clubs don't pay you shit? No, fuck no, because the, I'll, I'll, this is maybe a little bit racist, but white, white people tip, Slime. Mm-hmm. Like, when I wrote it on Fayetteville Street... You or, said white people or black people? White people tip. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. they, they tip. They, like, if, if it's a $3, $3 beer, they give you five, keep that $2. And they're yeah. going to buy 10 of them tonight. Yeah, exactly. So you do that 20 times, you, you walking out with some bread. So the white, so yeah, so what you were saying, I miss, I misunderstood. So you were saying that black, what did you say? Black club owners mm-hmm. don't pay you. Okay, but right. But black club promoters, mm-hmm. I want to say a name, but I'm not going to put them out there. Okay. But one of the more popular promoters that more so bring more Urban. quote unquote ratchet celebrities, uh-huh. he pays out the ass. Okay. He'll give you a hundred just to show up. Okay. Like, yo, I need you. Come on. I, I got this. So that's few and far between. Yeah, it just so depends on who you are. If you have my choice, whether I'm going to work at a white club that I'm going to get money consistently or a black club where I just got to be, you know, who, what promoter's here tonight, what type of crowd it is, I'm going to go to the white club. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you, but uh, this also goes into why you bought it. I bought yeah. it for fun. It is fun. So it's not about the money. I mean, it's about the money because I don't like working all night doing my expensive ass makeup, my (laughs) hair and all this shit. 
and I don't make no fucking money. Say so nobody asked you to do that. I'm just shit. saying, but you gotta, you we know, women, you gotta look a certain way when you bought 10, okay? Gotta have the cheeks out. No, not even the cheeks out, because I just started having my cheeks out. But, you know, <laughs> you still got to put a lot of effort into how you look. You got to have conversations. Sometimes you got to give your number. You know what I'm saying? You bribe for giving your number. At least I do. Um, yeah. How do you bribe? What are you bribing these motherfuckers with? You want my number, then you have to tip me $100. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You don't do that? Mm. No. Oh, okay. I mean, I, well, no. I just block them. Oops. <laughs> unless, I, unless I'm interested in them. <laughs> I've never talked to somebody from the club. Uh, whatever. Anyway, um, I do. <laughs> do we have time for bartending stories? Um, I thought we did at the beginning. Did we not? Kind of sort of. What you want to talk? Uh, Go talk. Uh, no, what, no, you, no. what story wanna, you want to talk? I just want to say that. Um, We'll go into that next time. No, no. Tell me now. Let me know. Let me know now. Bartending stories, um, where we just kind of recap. It's a little tell, you know, what's been going on, what we see, what we've experienced, what we've witnessed or whatever. It could be the craziest shit, the funniest shit, the pettiest shit. It doesn't matter. I want to hear about it. So we're going to start incorporating that into the show. Okay, cool. All right, cool. That's what it is. All right, good. So we'll save that for next time. So any, um, so we have to go ahead and get up out of here because we are... I believe overtime right now, yeah. and then I have to go home and get ready. Ooh. So, so huh? You got a data sign? What? What's good? It don't matter what I got. Just, mm-hmm. I'm getting up out of here. So, <laughs> my business. That All right, this question. is for single peoples. Okay. All right. I can live through y'all. You can live vicariously through y'all. Okay. All right. Any last remarks? We ain't got no outro yet, so we gonna holler at y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Bye.